Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Donoram Monologue Podcast. I am your solo host, as always, Bo. And uh, before I get into it, I, I do want to give another big thank you to our longtime sponsor, longtime friend of the show, Ashley Luann Kay. She could be followed on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse. Uh, so follow her for, you know, some really cool nursing information, things like that. And uh, she even does giveaways as well. So, guys, don't don't let yourself miss out on that. So uh, today, uh, this past week, I've kind of been struggling coming up with uh, what to talk to you guys about. It's been a little, you know, work's been, I've just been swamped at work. I've had a lot of stuff to take care of at home. I haven't had a lot of time to play video games, much less think about video games. But... Uh, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, at Donorom, D-O-N-0-R-O-M, if you follow us there, you'll notice I posted a, uh, a really lovely picture, if, if I could brag on myself for a moment. Um, I, I come out to my parents' house a lot, because I'm out here at Adams a lot, obviously, and they live very close to each other, and my parents still live in the house I grew up in, in the area I grew up in, and we're smack dab in the middle of some very thick woods here in Indiana, and it, it's, it's a really cool place to have grown up. So I like to come out here and take walks, especially when I need to think. So I found some time. My parents just got back from a long trip. They wanted to see the kids. I brought the kids out. And while the kids are playing there, I'm like, I'm going to take a walk real quick. I put my ear pods in and I'm walking down and their driveway just looks so cool at a certain part of day in the summer. So I'm like, yeah. And I took a picture of it. And uh, as I posted it to Instagram, I'm thinking to myself, this is Donnerum's Instagram though. People don't really follow us for nature and stuff like that. So what's a really, what's a really how do I tie this into video games? I'm like, well, what do I think about when I'm walking out here? Cause I think about my memories a lot and my memories, I have a lot of memories about video games. The PlayStation two came up for some reason. So on my post, I was just like, Hey, it's a great day to walk outside and think about how much you love the PlayStation two. It's always a great day to think about how much you love the PlayStation two. And I think that's what we're going to talk about guys. We're going to talk about the PlayStation two. And uh, before I get into that, let me wet my whistle here real quick. This is for the classic Donner on boys. Yeah, you guys remember that. So, um, you're going to be extremely nostalgic when you grow up about high school. Everyone is. Even the people that hated high school, they still remember things about high school really well. They still love their high school experience, and I, I'm no different. I didn't like the actual going to high school. I liked what happened when I was home or hanging out with friends, and... um gal right here had a lot to do with it. Um, it. It's difficult to explain to people how big the PlayStation 2 was now. Like, it's difficult to look back and explain that to people. It was astronomical. It was huge. Uh, it is the best-selling video game console of all time. Best-selling home video game console of all time by leaps and bounds. Uh, forgive me. Uh, I know podcasts do this all the time, but because we're so focused on YouTube, I always feel weird doing it. But um, it's a good time to show off my uh, iPhone 11 case. The uh, Goku, see, he's got the he's got the Apple. As always, going to take it home and eat it. But uh, I, I've got some figures here. I couldn't remember that. I couldn't commit them to memory. Um, a lot of the people here at Donnerum were thespians. Uh, they had they had to memorize lines and stuff like that in high school. I did not. I didn't put effort into anything other than video games. But okay, so we have the PlayStation 2 sold 155 million copies 155 million units worldwide that's incredible uh it, it's friends and it's it's number one video game console of all time now when this came out it was more of an appliance i mean look at it it's it's 
Got this nice sleek black design. Uh, the extremely year two thousand like lettering there, like that just screams like. Because if you were in the year two thousand, it looked cool to make your things look futuristic. Uh, you could put it like this, or you could set it like this. Some units came with a stand. Uh, this one had the uh, the rubber spots where you just put it wherever you wanted to, and it just it, it blends well into your home. It didn't look like there was a video game console sitting there. It's kind of what uh, Nintendo did uh, almost 20 years before with the Nintendo Entertainment System. And isn't it funny to think that we're 20 years away? This is the 20 years old. This is 20-year-old technology in my hand right now. Isn't that incredible? I remember when this was state-of-the-art. And that's... Uh, it's it's my generation's 8-track now. One of the coolest little details about the original PlayStation 2 that I think a lot of people don't uh, remember, and it's the silliest little thing, but if you have it sitting like this, notice the PlayStation logo there. If I were to set it like that, I could actually move the logo to uh, reflect that it is now upright on its side rather than down. I just really like that. And... Um, so the, the PlayStation was a runaway success uh, in the 90s. Uh, the PlayStation 1 was a runaway success. In the 90s, it was very popular uh, to try out these new CD-ROM-based, these new disc-based systems. And they were sweeping the world. Uh, they were sweeping the world. None of them, hardly any of them, made the top 25 selling best game consoles. They, they just, Panasonic had one. Uh, uh, I think Magnavision even had one, but all these people that you associate with TVs and uh, portable CD players are trying to make CD-ROM uh, disc-based uh, game consoles. And for whatever reason, the PlayStation just worked. The, and uh, a lot of people theorize that because the Sony PlayStation was originally supposed to be an add-on to compete with the Sega CD for the Super Nintendo, a lot of people theorize that uh, Sony stayed with the Nintendo project just long enough to get uh, Nintendo traditionally Nintendo-based developers to sign on and then pull the plug. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, it, it is interesting that the PlayStation had such a head start on all these other ones. And the Sony PlayStation was a, a, a breakaway hit. I believe it outsold the Nintendo 64. Uh, I could check for you guys, actually, if you'll just give me a moment. But I believe it even sold the Nintendo 64, which that's incredible in and of itself. Uh, because I know when I, where I grew up, the Nintendo 64 was just gigantic. Um Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it outsold the Nintendo 64 uh, by leaps and bounds. The original PlayStation sold 102.49 million copies worldwide, with the Nintendo 64 only at 32.93 million. That's that's saying something. Now, uh, so the PlayStation, I don't know what, what it was with the PlayStation 1, if it was marketing or whatever, but it, it had a great... It set a great foundation for Sony in the home video game console market. And so the PlayStation 2 already had a great foundation to build on. And the PlayStation 2 had, as you can see, if you can see it here, uh, I would put it closer to the camera, but I don't really know. But anyway, it, it, DVD. So PlayStation 2 was DVD-based, not CD-based. And because these games are on DVD, this was a DVD player. And when this console... Adam's not in the room right now, so I can't ask him questions like I normally do. But... Um, I can look it up on my phone, I guess, but I don't really want to be sitting on my phone the whole time I'm talking at you guys. But uh, DVD players were hyper expensive in the year 2000. They were horrifically ex uh, expensive. And the best, so the cheaper option for a DVD player was actually just to buy a PlayStation 2. 
and that was true for my area. And the interesting thing about that, so many of my friends got a PlayStation 2, and when their parents realized that this PlayStation 2 played DVDs, their parents would be like, cool. And this was back when, uh, it's hard for people in 2020 to imagine this, but parents didn't always play video games. Most parents of my generation did not. And so when they realized that this sucker played DVDs, they went and bought one for themselves, and then like they'd see uh, a really good friend of mine, uh, Tiger Woods Golf. His parents discovered Tiger Woods Golf, and they legit became gamers. I would come over, and these these parents were, gosh, they were 10, 15 years older than my own, my own parents. They were hardcore gamers. They were playing Resident Evil and stuff on the, on the old PlayStation 2 in the living room. Incredible. Like, it's absolutely incredible. It, it's insane. So, uh, I don't know that we'll ever see this level of success again in a video game console. I, I don't know. It was... It absolutely took the world by storm. Uh, very, it's just iconic to my generation. The PlayStation Two is just absolutely iconic, uh, uh, and PlayStation has just become a brand, like a huge. It almost has the brand recognition of Nintendo itself at this point. Um, my cousin, actually, it's also um, Adam is also her cousin from the other side of her family. She runs a photography business in uh, in a, a town north, uh, northwest of here, uh, across the Illinois state line. Uh, she does a lot of senior photos. It, it's a small town. A lot of her business is senior photos, and she's fantastic at them. She gets national recognition for her senior photos. Um, the town's very lucky to have her. Uh, but uh, so on, we follow her on Instagram, of course, because you know, support support the people. You know, follow them on Instagram. You know, send business their way. And uh, I noticed one of the young women uh that she did uh a senior photo of. I was just scrolling, and you know. I'm not really a big senior photo aficionado. I don't really, you know. But as you're scrolling, I noticed something. The PlayStation logo. This this uh this 18 year old or 17 year old girl in this uh, it, it's basically a farming and mining town in Illinois. Her senior photos was in a PlayStation sweatshirt. She had a sweatshirt on that had the PlayStation logo on it and uh Japanese letters, Japanese words under it. Um, that I said something I assume has to do with PlayStation, but that it, it's. Her senior photos. That's incredible. Like that's PlayStation's just it's a it's a household name now. And I think that's because the PlayStation 2 is just and she of course uh she, the PlayStation 2 was two years old or three years old by the time this girl was presumably born. She's a high school she's a senior in high school now, she's class of 2020. So that's just incredible to me. Um but the PlayStation in so many ways, the PlayStation 2 in so many ways is still the standard by which we judge video game consoles because here's a little blast. Of, uh, I don't know how well you guys can see this uh, over here. Hopefully you can, but for you listening to the podcast, obviously you can't see it all, but we have two controller slots, just two. That was still standard. The Nintendo 64, as you can see right here in the GameCube, were still odd in that they had four slots. Um, I, uh, the Xbox did as well. So I guess it wasn't so odd. I guess the, that was one area, one area where the PlayStation lagged behind was the PlayStation two had memory card slots still into this. Um, well not memory card slots, but only two controller slots. The GameCube had memory card slots as well. But as you can see, the Xbox did not because the Xbox is actually the first system to feature a, an actual hard drive dedicated to the saving of games. That would become an in, that would become an absolute industry standard after this. Nintendo even jumped on the bandwagon, although Nintendo has always struggled, always struggled with keeping 
uh, enough space on those internal hard drives. They're, it's something they continue to struggle with uh, on the Switch. Uh, their claim is that that's what keeps their consoles cheap. Their consoles are a lot cheaper than other ones. Beg your pardon. So, we have, that, we have the memory cards still, and memory cards, I kind of like them. Uh, I would really like to get... So, this is one of the most iconic PlayStation 2 games, uh, certainly in my opinion. It is, it is the most iconic PlayStation 2 game, in my opinion, the Final Fantasy X. That's not, I'm not just saying that because I'm a Final Fantasy fan, but as you could look at it, just it's this game showcased what play, what video, not only what PlayStation 2 games would look like, but what video games would look like for quite a while. It is still, in my opinion, one of the most visually stunning video games of all time. And I think that even people, so as you can see, we still had instruction booklets. That's probably something I miss the most in modern video game consoles is instruction booklets, but we still had them. You still look through them, and I just miss like, I just miss getting what little snippets of story you can get out of it. I miss reading how to control my characters. I, ugh. Oh, man, I want instruction booklets back. That would. But this was a memory card. Uh, as you can see, it had eight megabytes on it. Uh, we were not told the, uh, the PlayStation 1 memory cards did not display how much memory they had on them. Uh, how much storage they had on them, uh, beg your pardon. But on PlayStation 2, because they were going making this seem more like an appliance, more like a computer, uh, it was important to tell you how much, even though that didn't really matter, you were going to use what you did. And you just inserted it right there like so. Now you're ready to save your game. If you did not have that in there, there was no internal hard drive other than absolutely cheesing it and going in and doing some real DIY stuff. You're not going to have an internal hard drive. So you would slip your memory card in like so. And there's a memory card menu, and people are actually nostalgic for this nowadays. There's a memory card menu in the system, in the OS, if you boot it up without a game in it. Um, beg your pardon. Where you go in, and uh, each game save actually had a little character, a little icon or something. Sometimes they move. Sometimes they just be a little square picture. But it was always fun to see what your save game looked like. I always thought that was kind of neat. And as you can see, in the games, there's actually a place to put your memory card when not in use. It just snaps in like that. And it even tells you what orientation to put it in because you see that arrow right there and this arrow at the top. Um, gosh, just handling this stuff makes me want to play on an old PlayStation 2. And you have your DVD-ROM disc right here. Well, there we go. And I always freaked out about touching the bottom of these things. I always... Oh, it scared the crap out of me, the idea of doing it. I thought it just automatically would ruin it forever. But... um. As you can see, yeah, it's a DVD. You had your disc. And I know we still have games on disc, but let's face it, we're all going digital because we're sick of losing things. Um, I had a question for you earlier, but you weren't in the room. I don't know. Um, if I remembered, I'd just ask you. I wouldn't bother telling you I had one. I would just ask you. But, um, well, something I'm seeing here that... Yes, DVD, DVD players were astronomically more expensive than just buying a PS2 back in the day. Remember that? Oh, so it wasn't that it was astronomically more expensive because I didn't ha I didn't have a DVD I never had a DVD player. Um, but you could play games on it as well. But I do remember there was a time when the PlayStation Two was actually because I remember people's parents were buying them. Just uh oh no, that was the PlayStation Three with Blu-ray. That's correct. So 
it was more cost effective. Adam's right. It was more cost effective by the PlayStation 2. That's why people were buying them. And it was actually the most recognizable DVD player in the world. Like, people, I don't hardly know anyone that actually had a DVD player. People just had PlayStation 2s. Um, but the, uh, the PS3, when it came out, it was actually astronomically cheaper than Blu-ray players. I think that was the three. I think that was the three again. But yeah, uh, the Adam brings up some. I believe the PlayStation 3s uh, had better computing power than the, uh, I believe it was the Air Force. Um, guys, just look up PlayStation 3, United States military on Google. Um, but uh, so uh, another thing that I've interesting I saw on this disc uh, was um, there used to be hints and tit lines in the, U oh my gosh. Uh, so you call this number. Uh, 1-800-892-5825. Uh, a major credit card would be required. And you would get, uh, for 99 cents a minute, you would get automatic hints for this game. The internet already existed in 2001 when this game was released. But y there was a hint line for the game. If you ever wanted your parents to absolutely kill you, <laughs> swipe one of their credit cards, call this number and tell them because you couldn't, uh, you couldn't beat Final Fantasy X. Um... And in Canada, Kyron, if you're listening, Kyron, of course, our good buddy in Canada, he hosts, uh, he just started a new podcast. I don't know if you've publicly made the announcement yet, Kyron, that you're doing this, so I'm not going to say the name of it, but he used to do Nintendo News Now. Great guy. Um, it, probably the sharpest, quickest witted person I've ever known that covers Nintendo stuff. And I'm not just saying that because he's a bud of the show. Um, as you guys know, I have a good history of running my friends through the, their names through the mud. So if I'm giving someone a compliment, it's for a very good reason. Kyron runs a great one. And Kyron, uh, if you're cool with saying the name of the show, we'll amend the video later to have that link and everything. Because, of course, we always want to support you. But, Kyron, uh, your hints and tips in Canada was a whopping $1.50 a minute. Um and uh, if you're under 18 years old, you must obtain permission from a guardian, parent or guardian. Uh, wow, that's uh, that, that that I've always wondered. That's pretty dubious, right? Like, because you could just say, yeah, my parents gave me permission and that's good. They're not going to like make you put your parents on the phone. But uh, lastly, we're going to talk about this beautiful controller. Um, and of course, the PlayStation 2 controller was really cool because eventually, like all consoles, they started selling them in all sorts of wacky colors. And a very big favorite of mine, you don't see this anymore except on cheap knockoffs. And I wish you'd get official because this is an official PlayStation 2 controller. Oh my God, just holding that. Wow. Uh, the DualShock 2, still my all-time favorite controller of all time. Uh, oh, this is a thing of beauty. But uh, I miss the translucent ones where you could see the servos and stuff, and you could see all the parts inside. Uh, you could see the vibrating functions and everything. But wow, I really want to play a game. I really want to play a game on a PlayStation 2 now. This is just, just holding it. It's just all oh, that brings back memories. Because it literally was a PlayStation 1 controller, wasn't it? And does anyone hit me up in the comments or on the Discord or whatever? Does anyone actually know what this analog button did? I never learned what that sucker did. I, I, I still don't have any idea to this day what that does. So if you guys know, let me know. And guys, we're going to talk about more aspects of the PlayStation 2 as, as the week treads on here. And I'm, uh, today was just an overview of it. And we're going to talk about the PlayStation 2. We're going to talk about how the PlayStation 2 related to the rest of its generation. The six, 
sixth generation of a PlayStation consoles. We're going to talk about the Twilight of the PS2 because the PS2's lifespan is probably its most impressive facet. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun this week. We're going to go down memory lane. And uh, guys, I hope to see you back here tomorrow because uh, out of every subject we ever talk about, I feel like the most people could relate on this one, the PlayStation 2. So guys, please, please do us the honor of liking, sharing, and subscribing. Um, even if, you, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. Just go ahead. Um, share the podcast out. Share this video on YouTube out. However you're enjoying Donneroff, please uh, let other people know because I know there's more people that will, that will enjoy this. Uh, we have links to our Patreon uh, which with some really cool Patreon-exclusive content coming up. We have uh, links to our Discord, which, again, Discord absolutely does not cost you anything. Uh, and the benefit is some friends you'll have for the rest of your life. And uh, we have some awesome merch. I love the new shirt. I love it. Um, a, a guy saw me the other day in it, and he mistook it for some other successful franchise. I'm not sure what he was talking about. But uh, it's already catching people's eyes. Uh, lesser Metal, uh, let me know when you get yours, bud. Uh, I can't wait for you to be able to rock that over there in Ohio. Um Guys, uh, we, we sell a book on We have a book on Amazon. Like, it's just everything's coming up Donneron, baby. Everything. And um, if you guys want to check out another uh, podcast, we always want to thank this guy. He's a huge supporter. He's our brother in the Rally Network. Please check out everyone on the Rally Network. whole bunch of really smart young people talking about a lot of really cool things. We all cover different subjects, which I think is really cool. But we are a member of the Rally Network. We're a proud member. And uh, today, I just want to... Uh, it, Please go check out Keegan at the uh, Framework of Tomorrow. I really enjoy his show. Uh, he does an awesome thing where he, uh, it, it, for history buffs, it's perfect. If you love history, go check him out. And uh, guys, uh, until tomorrow, I'll see you later.